In the book, you mention that gratitude is the single biggest thing that changed your life in that. Can you deep dive into that? And how do you practice gratitude today? Want to talk about that, Mr. Gra- I call him Mr. Gratitude, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I just look at you know a lot of people that that saying you know look at life like a cup half full. I just I just feel like life is uh, um, a lot easier if you have a good attitude about it. Just understanding that things are going to happen, but uh, if you learn from them, whether they're right or wrong, and use them to your benefit, then it, it all pays off. But uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, gratitude is one of those things that I'm just very thankful for. Hey, this is a quick shout out from one of our awesome sponsors. Check this out. Thank you to Tracy down at Tranquil Turn Massage in downtown Coeur d'Alene. Look, my wife and I, we see Tracy and her team every single month for a couple's massage, and it is the best thing. Tracy is a master massage specialist and a Hanu Ashiatsu trainer. You need to reach out to Tracy and her team. Make sure that you tell them that I sent you, and you'll get 25 bucks off your next massage. Also, while you're there, check out CDA Brows, Body, and Ink. Make sure to tell Tracy that I sent you, and you'll save 100 bucks on your next tattoo brows and plasma tightening services. Chris and Shelly, you're the owners of Harper Motorsports, one of the largest used power sports dealerships in the country. Shelly, you're an author. Y'all have been married for over 30 years. You have four amazing kids. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks, Eric. We're happy to be on the show. Thank you. I'd like to kick things off by going back a bit. Where did each of you grow up and what was childhood like for you guys? You want to go first? I grew up in Port Angeles, Washington, up on the coast and went in the Marine Corps right out of high school. And, uh, Basically, put four years in the Marine Corps and was stationed at the White House with President Reagan. Had good duty and went overseas and um, had great, great memories. And then when wow. I got military, was going to school in the in California Saddleback. I lived in San Clemente and ended up meeting uh, Shelley's parents. And they uh, they played matchmaker and said they wanted her to meet this guy and and it worked out perfect. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank you for your service. I really appreciate that, Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I grew up in uh, Colorado. So my family, we moved a ton, but we always stayed in Colorado. So I lived all over the place. Fort Collins, Elizabeth, Castle Rock, Buena Vista, Denver. Um, feel like I know Colorado pretty well. <laughs> and it's yeah. a great state. Um, had one younger brother and my parents were self-employed. And so... Um, got to kind of experience that life, which prepared me for this life. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I had an awesome childhood. My parents are amazing, awesome people. So um, no complaints at all. They, they definitely prepared me for life. Well, I want to get into your journey right away. In 2013, Chris, you received some devastating news. Uh, what was that news and what goes through your mind? And then Shelly, from your perspective, like what goes through your mind in that moment? Well, it's... Uh hard to explain, but it was just one of those things that, you know, I, uh, felt sick and didn't realize that, uh, had any, I had any leukemia. Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that never goes to the doctor. I just, you know, maybe I'm just in every 10 years to, to, uh, you know, get antibiotic or something if I've got a virus, but, uh, normally pretty healthy. Um, and that was a surprise to all of us. Obviously you read that in the book on kind of how it happened and, Started getting blood yeah. and throwing up blood and what have you. And parents and family, no, no cancer, nothing in the, in the history with them. So it, uh, it was all a surprise to us. But um, 
it was one of those things that you just uh you got to make decision and get through it you know i know when i first was uh told to diagnose i i asked him i said you know what what because i've heard some horror stories about um about uh, chemo chemo and mm. it basically kills you off and it's not not fun at all i've heard of people not doing it at all and and i just said what, what were my chances how long would i have if i didn't do it and you know, I'm thinking, you know, several years, whatever. And they said, well, you'd be dead in two weeks. So wow. I, I thought, well, I got four kids, beautiful wife, and a lot to live for. So I said, let's get going. So ended up uh, getting set up to, with the hospital ASAP. They sent me home stating that uh, don't hit your head or do anything do anything crazy because you've got uh, like 115,000 uh, white cell, blood cells. It's, yeah. I think normal, you're supposed to have 6,000. So. I could have a bleed in my head real easy. So. But uh, yeah, it uh, I had to get on it right away to make it work. You know, and they hit me really hard when I first got there, and and uh, you know, which I'm glad they did. But uh, mm-hmm. it kind of shut down some of my organs, and they had to really watch my kidneys and all that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it uh, definitely gets your attention and makes you think about life and and how precious it really is. I uh, I know that yeah. first day in the hospital, like. I told my wife that it's the best day of my life. And she says, why in the heck would you say that? And I just, because I said, I'm, I'm a believer. So I'm either going, going to heaven or I'm going to, or God's got great plans for me. So either way, that was going to be a great future. Wow. What a great perspective, mm-hmm. man. What, what about you, Shelly? Like what goes through your mind in that moment? I think at first I just kind of thought Chris was invincible. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, he was a Marine and he was, really tough and he didn't really feel pain like the rest of us or (laughs) he never complained. So I just thought he's totally fine. This is nothing. It's going to be a blip, you know? And then when it was actually something, it was, you kind of get numb. And in our case, we really didn't have a lot of time to process anything because it was like, you're going tomorrow to chemo. It's happening now. Right. So I think in our case, it was just so fast. It was such an acute case that we, there was really not a lot of time for thinking. It was more about what's the next step? What's, what's the next, you know, appointment? What's the next chemo? And it was just, it was a year of what's next, what's next, mm. what's next. And you really didn't have time to think about anything. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think your church really surrounded you guys during this time, right? I mean, you really had to put your trust in God in that moment. How did having those the prayers and support from your church affect you on that journey? Well, obviously, it was nice to have them there for us, and and uh, you know, I just truly believe this is part of our life, and and you know, kind of look at life like you know, the God's got a book for us, and we just keep turning the pages, and and it's one of those things you just gotta work with what you have. So, oh, you know, I just believe everything happens for a reason, and you try to have a good attitude about things, and you know. Life isn't going to be perfect. That's for dog are sure. But if you learn from it and, you know, we, we just feel like if we help somebody, you know, along the way, what we had to go through, it was kind of a win-win situation. But yeah, church was uh, very powerful. The book, obviously, talked about a prophecy that I had before. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't know much about prophecies. I, if anything, I thought it was kind of kooky. Like, how would somebody know, you know, sure. about me or my family? And sure enough, uh, when, when you put them in. Puppy, it's okay. Puppy's joining us. Oh, it's totally fine. <laughs> totally fine. Okay. He'll calm down if you just relax with him. 
He's on, yeah. he's on the podcast for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like Chris said, we didn't we didn't know what to expect when we went to that <laughs> prophecy conference. And from that moment on, you know, we just knew God had us. He, we knew he had us during this journey of ours. Yeah. And uh, our church did surround us and tons of prayers and visiting us at the hospital, yeah. all of that. Just, I really think that all, I mean, we had people praying for us all over the East Coast, all over the West Coast. It was, I'm sure it had to definitely help. Yeah. Wow. And, and the prophecy, basically, I ended up, uh, I was basically praying and just hoping that I could have a, a word because I felt like in my life at that time, I've tried so many different things and mm -hmm. uh, made money, lost money, and just didn't try to do the right thing. But everything happens for a reason. So it, it uh, was one of those things that uh, the pastor basically knew exactly what to say with me and knew everything about me. And like, even the pastor of the church said, who are these people? Because we were new at that church. Mm -hmm. Wow. And basically hit it right on the head as far as saying, hey, you're... Uh, your life, you know, the, the, basically the enemy is against you because you have so much to look forward to in life and what you're going to do, feed churches, you know, um, build churches, feed, feed nations. And I've always been like that. I've always wanted to do missions and work or anything to help people um, give back a little bit. So it was pretty cool. And I was weeping, crying. I was yeah. like, wow, God does look at me and, you know, understand me here kind of thing. Man. Yeah. So it was just one of those things I really needed to hear. And it was pretty mm -hmm. cool. And then obviously two weeks later, you know, we, I was diagnosed. So I'm like, wow, you know, but obviously wow. for a reason. And, and uh, it worked out uh, where the, the pastors, J.O. and Ray Dean were there every time they went to the hospital and they come up in our Harley and, and visit me and pray for me. And it's pretty cool. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And just so those people who haven't read the story, like how are you feeling today, Chris? Perfect. 100%. Yeah. Yep. Come on. Get up, get up early and walk the dog about 4 o'clock in the morning, 4.10. And I'm usually working a couple hours before I even go to work because that's it's nice and cool. And that's when I get some stuff done. But, yeah, I'm very blessed. I don't have a lot of side effects and, and what have you. So, um, you know, you just don't know what, what the symptoms could be. But um, I just got a 10-year checkup with a, my oncologist. And he said, I don't want to ever see you again. You got zero zero nine percent every coming back again. So, um, wow. And I've got obviously the book says that uh, I had a uh, bone marrow transplant. So right. my tw a twenty five year old out of Europe donated, and I'm a ten out of ten. I'm hundred percent Norwegian, so a ten out of ten. And it, so that's awesome. And uh, match it's a match. match. But uh, yeah. I I now uh, have a different blood type on uh, my body. Uh, lives on his blood so uh he's uh, he his blood was o positive i was a positive so up till i was 45 i was a positive and then when i had the transplant killed all my blood off now my body uses his blood to, to wow. so it's pretty cool. yeah unbelievable wow man i'm so glad that you're feeling good i'm an early riser as well i get up at 4 a.m so i'm there with oh, you yeah. uh, that's awesome uh, now i'm a big music yeah. what's that <laughs> I am too now, but not by choice. <laughs> totally. Well, when you have puppies, they kind of keep you up. They change your yeah. sleep schedule for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, we basically raised four kids and she's like, we're not going to raise another one, but we went to a, a Christian school found, uh, uh, fundraiser 
And yeah. I saw I saw this puppy in the front front, and I said, "Are they be auctioning that up?" And he said, "Yeah." I'm like, "Oh, I'm in trouble." So yeah. when I start holding my paddle up, Shelly looked at me like, "Are you crazy?" And of course, you got two, three hundred people laughing at us because yeah. we're arguing over. You know, I'm like, "I'll worry about it later." But we didn't talk about a puppy, so. Yeah. So okay. anyway, yeah, it's like, yeah, it all works out. It's, it's fine. We love it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Such a, I mean, yeah, I've been there, done that at the auction uh, with my wife as well. Like, hey, put that pedal down, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big music guy, and I loved in your book when you talked about your your daughter Joya did a cover of Alicia oh. Keys song for you, man. <laughs> yeah. As a dad, I know that I would just be like booger crying watching oh, that video. Was. Oh, you know, yeah. What was that feeling for you when you watched that video? Precious, yeah. I, I. uh I just thought, what, what, uh, a beautiful thing to do for your father, you know, and mm -hmm. she even changed a few words in there, you know, yep. about, but just the, the whole, whole, uh, song on what it means and what they're talking about. It just makes you really think about it. It's just, she just hit it perfect. Yeah. She was, she, she was, uh, recording or doing that in the, in the bathroom because she's obviously, you know, uh, shy about it, but she's got a beautiful voice. She's a beautiful you know, that's my only girl. So obviously she's, she's daddy's girl. Yeah. I, I found it on YouTube. She did a great job on that cover. Yes. Mm -hmm. Such a good job there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent there. Now, Shelly, you were Craig's caregiver kind of through this journey. And then you write this book, mm -hmm. Prophecy, Our Journey to Cancer Hell and Back. Very powerful book. Like I said, I haven't read it all yet, but I've been reading through it and it's just an amazing book there. But why did you decide to write this book and, you know, and, and share your story? Well, you know, honestly, people would always ask us about it. They would always mm -hmm. ask us about the cancer journey and the different things that happened. And, and there were just too many things to tell. I almost, I, I definitely felt like right after he had leukemia, that there was a story to tell. And so I started taking some notes while he was in the hospital. And then I actually put it down for about seven years because I just couldn't revisit it. I just mm -hmm. needed some space and time to kind of heal. And then I just, during COVID, I knew this was the time. And the words just poured off, you know, out of my brain and onto the paper. And now when people say, well, tell me about his cancer journey, I can say, well, actually, we have a book. Here you go. You can read all about it. <laughs> yeah. And we did it together. We decided that possibly if it could help somebody, mm -hmm. you know, if, if, and we've had people who've read it that had nothing to do with cancer say, mm -hmm. wow, it changed this perspective or it changed that perspective. So we just feel honored that, you know, when you go through something hard, it's, it's almost like you can't just sit back and do nothing. You have to share your story or you have to do something to try to help someone else. Yeah. Puppy, get down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Man. yeah it, uh, you know just it, it oh, makes so you think about life and I, we always say life is short just make it count kind of thing because um a lot of people they'll get in a car wreck or whatever where they don't really get to say their goodbyes or whatever and it just uh this was something that we were lucky enough to spend time with and it worked out well anyway but mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of our friends had the exact same thing as us and didn't make it, it did, yeah it's just you just mm -hmm. want to there's no rhyme or reason. You don't know, you know, why that happens, but um, I'm definitely thankful I made it and able to spend time with my family. Yeah, man. Well, I applaud you guys for putting this story together. Like I said, it's very powerful there. And in the book, you mention that gratitude is the single biggest thing that changed your life in that. Can you deep dive into that? And how do you practice gratitude today? 
Want to talk about that, Mr. Gra- I call him Mr. Gratitude, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just I just look at you know a lot of people that that saying you know look at life like a cup half full. I just I just feel like life is uh, um, a lot easier if you have a good attitude about it. Just understanding that things are going to happen, but uh, if you learn from them, whether they're right or wrong, and use them to your benefit, then it, it all pays off. But uh, it's it's definitely uh, gratitude is one of those things that I'm just very thankful for. And got a beautiful family, beautiful wife. And... Sorry, Eric. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> so, life here for us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no worries at all. We're gratitude with our whatever just happened with our dog. So, <laughs> <laughs> no worries at all. That is awesome. I love that. <laughs> and, and maybe when, when Chris gets back, he can he can help answer this question. But you guys have been married for over thirty years, and you talked about in this book where sometimes there were some disagreements and conflicts. And I've been married for eighteen years. Not every year is rainbows and sunshine there. But like, what's that marriage? What's the number one marriage tip that you would give to like newlyweds? Uh, I, I I think communication. Um, the crazy thing with us is we're exactly opposite. And we think, how in the heck have we made it? And uh, we had a saying that was given to us at our wedding for a gift. And it's, it says marriage takes three. And, you know, uh, obviously God. So it's yeah. one of those things that I don't know how people do it without God. So I, I'm definitely, you know, I just I give him all the credit and the grace mm-hmm. because uh, life's not easy without it. That's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's uh, believe it or not, we still. Uh, learn from each other and argue and, and but we're, we communicate and if we communicate and tell the other person what we would like or not like then that helps and you know it's it's an it's an ongoing thing yeah. uh, when we yeah. got married we both decided to uh, stay married so there's yep. plenty of time there's plenty of you know reasons to not you know mm-hmm. whether it's financial or just not get along or whatever but I'm fortunate because she's always been there for me and and you know, it's probably been more my issues than hers, but she's been there for me and, and I appreciate it. Um, hmm. You know, life is uh, a lot easier when you can share it with somebody. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And for me, I mean, I would say to a young couple, to a young woman, I would say, you know, choose gratitude and, and just, just try to find the gold. You know, there's going to be plenty of dirt you can see just, Try not to notice it because it's there for all of us. And if you get fixated on something that you don't like or that's not going well, you're just going to go down a spiral. <laughs> so there's there's something to find. Just look mm-hmm. for what you saw in him when you married him and focus on those things and build on those things. Mm-hmm. And as crazy as it sounds, it, it's uh, when I met her, I had been basically praying for a nice wife, beautiful wife that was a believer that would, I would never have to worry about cheating on her or, or, you know, me cheating on her or the other way around, just respect. And I decided when I got married that, uh, um, I wasn't going to go to a bar. She'd never seen me drinking, never drunk or cause I don't want to do something that would, I would regret not yeah. saying that you can't have a beer once in a while, but I just right. want to have respect there. My dad always said the best investment you'd ever make is, is make your wife happy. So you got to do whatever you can to, you know, to work, make that work. But, I, I had been praying for a wife and um, I just, for some reason, I knew uh, her parents when they met me and put us together. We never even knew what we looked like. 
to each other. And I wow. knew it was her. I just knew it was her. So when I did meet her, I was like, well, Here I'm we glad go. I'm glad she's beautiful because I already <laughs> picked you. You know, I already <laughs> in my mind. Now. <laughs> so it's, it's awesome. all, like I said, it's all worked out great. And we, we all have luggage and different things in life and sure. the way I was raised, the way she was raised. But you got to deal with it. And I think if you have that common denominator of never giving up, never call it quits because it's so easy to do nowadays and look at the statistics yep. but uh you know and it, it's made us just like cancer it's made us stronger people yeah. made, made us a stronger marriage so yeah it's 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 been beautiful so good uh, yeah my wife and i you know we've been married for like i said 18 years and what we kind of said when we said I do. We mean it. Like we, both of our parents have been married and divorced five, six times. We said, we're not doing that. We're breaking the chains of divorce, abuse, wow. rejection, and addiction That's awesome. that, That's awesome. Congratulations. That, that plagued our family. Thank Bye. you. Yeah. And you know, we have two beautiful kids now and, and, you know, we, we made the move to Idaho where it was, we didn't know anyone. We just felt God going, get out to Idaho, get away from all the craziness. And so here we are. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's, and we came here in 2014 and Coeur d'Alene in 2016, but uh, yeah, awesome. it's just a, been an awesome Great. time. Raise a family. That's yes. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Now I want to get into some other fun stuff here. Uh, you, you guys are the owners of Harper Motorsports, which is awesome. I've driven past that shop many, many times out there. Yeah. It, for those who don't know, like what is Harper Motorsports? What is it that you guys do? Well, it's a, it's a business that basically sells toys. And yeah. my, my youngest son and I <laughs> and Shelly and I are partners on it. So, But our whole family basically is involved. So we don't have any employees. I've got another boy that's uh, out of the Marine Corps a couple of years ago, and he's a, he does sales. And then uh, Shelly does a lot of the paperwork. She just retired doing uh, lending and did her very well at that, successful. But obviously the market and stuff was kind of dried up. And I thought, you know what, let's put some time and effort into our own business and let it grow. So we've got really good reviews because, you know, our reviews are like 4.8 out of 5. And on used uh, motorsports, it's almost impossible because stuff might go wrong or whatever but our theory is if we treat them like we want to be treated we'll never have a problem and we get a lot of feedbacks and people that are you know good reviews because we take care of them yeah well they smile but anywhere from jet skis to to uh motorcycles harleys um side by sides we've sold a hundred fifty thousand dollar uh uh fat truck that, that floats in the water and it's you know it's it's you know, we've done a little bit of everything. So we try to be creative and try to get good products for them. But people in Idaho, they like toys. So we are excited sure. about it. And, and my, my, you know, my youngest son, uh, him and I are, and my wife are basically owners. And he's as sharp as could be. Uh, young young kid. He's the kind of kid that... 22. Yeah, 22. Okay. When I was going through cancer and chemo, I would, uh, you know, because I always flipped stuff and did stuff like that, you know, growing up. But he took on to that and... He was in high school and, and uh, middle school and making tons of money and doing good, but he had the heart, good heart and he knew where it was coming from and it just made me proud. So all my kids are just awesome. They all have their own special things, but he was a kid that, you know, 19 years old, he'd find a half a million dollar house. You just don't see that nowadays, but he's not afraid to work. And I told yeah. him, you, you just got to be a good listener, you know, mm-hmm. sales is sales, but listen to what they want to hear, you know, what they need, need, whether it's a payment or what they're looking for. And, and, uh, he knows how to do that. So he would, he would, he would be, I would be in going through chemo at home and on my, my week off, just feeling like crap in bed and I'd hear him on the phone and he'd, he'd say, you know, I know you're asking $4,000. Will you take 2,500? And I'm cringing in the background, <laughs> but he, he's, he makes it happen. I said, well, 
good deal. They can't come out of the phone and get you. You know, you just, you know, keep working at it. And he just, he's a, he's a deal maker and he's got a good heart. Um, he uh, made me really proud one time. He did, uh, we went to church and the guy from India came there and said, hey, you can go to church for $10,000 and, and have a school there during the week. And then the Sunday have church. And this, this 13 year old made enough money. He made $10,000 and built a church i mean you just don't hear that so he's got you know that wow. my legacy i wanted to have all my kids have big hearts and they really do they give back so that's what mm -hmm. life's all about I, my favorite saying is it doesn't matter if how much money you make in life if you can't give back along the way it's it, it's not as worth it so and it doesn't have yep. to be monetary it could be just a pat on the back we've got you know friends and kids that their past their parents passed away and we want to be like a father to them. So it's just do that extra stuff. And my kids are learning that. And that's how we live life. It's great. Every one of them. Mm, love that. Well, what's coming up next for you guys? What are you most excited about right now? Grandkids. Grandkids. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. We have awesome yeah. grandkids. They're both around three. Mm -hmm. And it's a do-over in life. It's the most fun thing oh. I've ever imagined. They're right. not they're not lying when they say, hey, you get grandkids, you spoil them and give them back. It's the best. It's better than than anything. I remember <laughs> laying in my hospital bed and uh, I had plenty of time. I was on steroids, so much steroids for my medicine that I was probably up for six months straight. So I'd listen to worship music and and just, you know, pray to God and thank him for what I had, you know, have, have to look forward to. But I always ask, always ask my wife, you know, I say, hey, I sure hope I can see my kids graduate high school. And now I got kids that, you know, are married and, and have grandkids. So it's just really a, a blessing to be able to, to look at that and really cherish every moment instead of taking it all for granted. I don't, I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. I just uh, enjoy life. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice not, not to have any kind of side effects and, you know, stuff. I mean, I work out a lot and I can start running now and, and uh, just very, very blessed because I've heard it the other way around people that have bone marrow transplants, so they have to get new hips, new elbows, whatever, you know, they lungs, can't, you know, lungs. we have a doctor that worked with us and my VA doctor, his wife, same age, same diagnosis as mine, um, ALL, uh, leukemia, and she was a marathon runner. Now she got off her medicine a little early, not to her fault, but she can't even walk across a parking lot without having oxygen. So wow. just little things like that, you just really... Thank you know you feel sorry for him, but boy, you sure think well. I don't have to go through it, and, and you know it's it's uh, a blessing that I'm able to you know function and live life normal. Yeah, come on. Yeah. So, uh, Chris and Shelly, what's your message to the world? Message to the world. Well, mine is like I just said that. I think people, you know. Well, first of all, I, I know there's millionaires, billionaires out there that would give every penny they have to have their health and yeah. had cancer. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a firm believer that, like I said, you teach your kids and, and you know, do this for your life. And you, you basically help people along the way. I think that's the biggest reward because, you know, life's short. You really do need to make make it work, you know, make it happen. And, and uh, if you can give back and... Uh, uh, make a difference, you know, that's what life's all about. We're, life's going to be like a vapor. I always tell people, hey, none of us are outrun death. It's just yeah. it's, part of, it's part of it. But you better, you know, make it count when you are alive 
and uh, trying to make a difference by helping other people. You know, mm. anybody can have millions of dollars. I've, you know, I've made a lot of money. I've lost a lot of money. And, you know, I try to learn from it, but I found out that the real important things are the memories and uh, and what you can do for helping people along the way, mm-hmm. because that's that's uh, huge in my in my idea. I don't know what Shelley thinks, but that I would mean. say, I would say find Jesus because we're all going to die someday, and we don't know if it's tomorrow or what, and so live with eternity in mind and gratitude. That's, that's what I would say. So good. So good. I, I like to finish the show with some fun questions here real quick of your family. Who wins at Monopoly? Oh gosh, we can't, we don't, we can't play games. <laughs> <laughs> We're too, we end up throwing pieces in. Yeah. We play charades and it's, charades. people would think it'd be a big knockout party or something. We get so competitive. Yeah, so It's fun. like the Sopranos. I mean, yeah. it's just, <laughs> It's it's fun, but it's loud. It's really loud. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, Chris and Shelly, you guys are both absolute world changers. Thank you so much for your time today and sharing your story and just your messages to the world are truly amazing. I'm so honored to have had you on the show. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. So great to meet you. Thank you so much. We appreciate your time. God bless you guys. God bless you. Thank you so much for checking out the show today. I really appreciate it. I hope that my guest was able to bring you some amazing wisdom and knowledge to help you continue to fight for your goals, your dreams, and your purpose. If you could do me one big favor and just hit that subscribe button, I would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Keep changing the world. I believe in you. Have an amazing day.